You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Are you a horror fan? Then go to the Fear Film Studios store at shop.fearfilm.com where you can find all kinds of merchandise for the horror fan. That's right. You can find merchandise for Horrorvay, the Freak Show Horror Film Festival, and a brand new t-shirt company called Fearsome. So if you're a horror fan looking for merchandise, just go to shop.fearfilm.com and check out the Fear Film Studios store. The Horror Vein Podcast contains spoilers and adult language. If you want more horror, visit our website at horrorvein.com. Podcast in the world with your hosts Robert Massetti and Don Fisher. Robert Mazzetti. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. And this week, uh, we're reviewing the movie, uh, the Alfred Hitchcock movie, yes. The Birds, 1963. Tippi Hendren, Rod Taylor, Je- and Jessica Tandy. And Suzanne Plachette. And Suzanne Plachette, which I didn't realize who that was. Yes. Until I did some research, and I'm like, oh, that's who she is. Because she mm-hmm. looked familiar, but she yeah. didn't look familiar, and I don't know. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, Hitchcock, I, I mean, we'll get into this in the second part, yes, but Hitchcock always liked to put beautiful women in his movies because he was, he considered himself ugly and whatever, but ah, okay, uh, he did that. If you notice, a lot of his films have some of the most beautiful women actresses oh, yeah. at the time. In yeah. his movies, but they wanted to work with him because he was a genius. But but right. anyway, we'll get into all that stuff. Yes. But uh, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot in the next segment. It's uh, you know <laughs> Hitchcock is one of my uh, you know all time favorite directors, so this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yes, fun. But it, so in the, yes, sir. Welcome everyone to yeah. our first podcast episode of 2022. Wow, yes. a lot of twos in that. A lot of twos. A lot of twos. Uh, <laughs> considering that we started in the, what, right oh. when the pandemic hit in 2020, yeah, we, right? Well, was, that, yeah, we started, uh, yeah, right when the pandemic hit. We were like, so, let's do a podcast. We got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. Are we coming up on, so how, I, I, I don't know, I've lost track of time, Rob. So it's, we're coming uh, up on end two of, years? End of March, coming up on two years. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Can you believe we've been doing this for two years? I can't. Almost? I can't. 
Did it you just ever seems think, like it was... Don, when we started this podcast, that you would be doing this for two <laughs> no. fucking years? No, dude. I really didn't, because I'm like, I still remember the He's day like, that you that you texted me or called me, like, I got this idea, and I'm like, Rob, I, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know that much about work. I don't want you to be a savant. I don't want you to be a know-it-all. I like your energy and your spontaneity, and so, and and it's just been a joy. It really has. Uh, it's been a great ride, and I'm looking forward to uh, more and more episodes, and I <laughs> want to thank the listeners for supporting us for almost two yeah. years. And I want to yeah. say Happy New Year to all of our listeners, and uh, really Year, excited yeah. about uh, 2022. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good year. So, yeah. So we uh, we changed it up a little bit. We did it in the. If you listen to the last episode, we changed up our theme song. We got a brand yeah. new theme song, and right. trying to keep this theme song for a while. And I know I'm always changing things up yes. because I'm never satisfied. No, always trying, trying to, to find improve the you, podcast. Yeah, yeah that you yeah. like, and I know. So. I think but this, hopefully uh, this think one's this gonna one stick. Will, I really like it. This will stick. I, I really like. Yeah, it. I like it too. Kind of works. Very creepy uh, and eerie, and get that yeah. '80s vibe to it. You know. Yeah. So I like that. Hopefully our listeners like it too, and hopefully this will be our signature intro song <laughs> that will stick. And like you said, when people hear, oh yeah, that's Horvain. Yeah. You know, I'm, that's what we want. You know, that's when what we we're start going doing for, conventions, so. you know, when we start getting invited to conventions, if there's anybody that that runs conventions right. out there, if we get invited to conventions, you know, I always I always pictured us as like they'd always play our theme song, so they play this song, right? That's on the podcast now, right? When we come right. out, to so be like. Dun, 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 dun. And then we would come out. Right. We'd walk out. Absolutely. Just... <laughs> yeah. After we, after we, well, this is this is right after that, you know, we land at the airport and we get off our, yeah. our private yeah, jet. Yeah, you know, kind of like with, and, all the, uh, with all the crazed fans, you know, right, like waving right, their the hands groupies. going, oh, Robert and die, Robert and die, Right, oh all God, that, oh all God. that, absolutely. All that, you know. Jane like will the be there from no, Billings. I'm town. sure she'll be yeah, in the crowd Jane, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it, it'll just be chaos. It just, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be anyway. like the movie The Hard Day's Night, you know, like the Beatles yeah. coming into town. It'd be incredible. It'd just be fun. Or the, the One Eaters. Uh, One Eaters? The Wonders. One Eaters? Don't Wonders. remember? You've seen The Wonders. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. What are you talking about? Yeah, you have. Oh, what's it called? What? Um, The Thing You Do. Directed by oh, Tom Oh, The Hanks. Thing You Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks, yeah. They yeah, call them The One Eaters. Yeah. Remember they spelled The Wonders really weird? I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that Very movie. Very obscure so reference. I know. That was bad. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. uh, um, we have Scream 5 coming up, right? Yes, they. I've been seeing it all over the internet. They have this kind of a retro poster for Scream, and it looks like an '80s ad from a newspaper. It looks really cool. Um, I'll have to find it and post it on our Facebook page. It looks really cool. Um, But they got some interesting posters for the movie. I mean, they got a lot of different things. Um, Boy, I hope they. (laughs) I I hope they live up to the hype because they've been hyping this. I know Um, they have. It's coming and the, out soon. And the thing, and the thing is, yeah, it's coming out, I think, March. Is it March? Is it March? Hold know. on. Uh, but No. Uh, it it comes out in January, I think, right? Isn't it? Yeah, 14th. Yeah, January 14th. So January 14th. Out. Yeah, a couple weeks. So they, they, um, yeah. they just released Scream in 4K, and they have this kind of like a mini, um, docu- not a documentary, but kind of a 
thing about them making the new Scream movie. Well, okay. actually, they're doing a retrospect on um, what Wes Craven did with Scream, and they have these some of the cast members from the new Scream on there. Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, Nev Campbell and yeah. um, and Courtney, Courtney Cox. Cox and and um, I can't think of his name. I, I forget his name. But uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, but they talk about Wes Craven and um, and you know the the Scream movie and how it was an influence on pop culture and all this other stuff. It's really interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. So if you if you don't have if you don't own the Scream movie, I highly advise buying it in 4K and yeah. seeing this little documentary that they have. And I I am really hyped. To see this new Scream movie, I really am. Well, I, I have to refresh myself. I, I feel like i got to watch the other films before I watch this one. I really do. It's, I don't want to say I'll be lost, but I no, think it'll help No, you won't be lost because I think they're just kind of starting over, you know. So this is and, no continuation uh, at all from... No, what I've seen of it looked like it was just kind of a let's redo it and come at it in a different way. I don't know. It's okay. What I, all right. What I took from what I saw, the trailer and stuff like that, yeah. so... It couldn't mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. I've got one through three, and then I would just have to rent four, but that's fine. Yeah, I, so. I own them all. I love I love those movies. They're great. Yeah, really good. Speaking of yes, movies. Hmm. Um, I saw this movie that I think we had talked about or wanted to see a while ago. Um, this movie called Relic. Oh, you remember that one? It's I, uh, vaguely. It's got the, yeah. It's got the like an it's a it's about an old woman. Um, she lives in this kind of well, she lives in this house and she's kind of getting dementia. Okay. And her daughters end up coming in to the house, and you know they're trying to they find out that she's been missing for a few days, and they don't know where she's at. They don't know because of her dementia and all this other stuff. And then yeah, okay, find out that there's this dark entity in the house. <sighs> It, yeah, it was amazing movie. Uh, really, it, it blew me away. It, it was creepy. It was very well done. It's an Australian horror film, and I, and let me tell you something about Australia and the horror films that they make. They're incredible. Um, we get a lot at the Freak Show Horror Film Festival, and uh, they're some of the best horror films that I've seen. Yeah, and uh, uh, man, this movie is is up there. It is really good. It's creepy. It is. I gotta see it. Wild then. movie. Yeah, yeah, you have to check this movie out. It's called, it's called Relic. If you haven't Relic. seen it, um, I think it's. I saw it on Showtime or something like that. It was on. Okay, that. well, you know that's where they f- filmed Wolf Creek is in Australia. The Outback. Yeah, well, yeah, Wolf Creek, which is another movie that I like. Um, yeah, I love yeah. Wolf Creek. I know there's a part really two movie. which I haven't seen, but I'm kind of a little hesitant. But you're a, um, you're a part two. I just, I, I know. I haven't watched Unhinged t- or not on. Listen to me. Oh, my God. Part two. Wow, that movie, think, the movie that he hates. See? I know. I think we talked about that. I was like, oh, my All God. All he talked no. about is unhinged, man. What That's I meant it. to say was I have not watched Don't Breathe Part Two yet. I have not watched that yet. So I know you're been, like you've been waiting for unhinged. me to, to yeah. tell you about that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So I, can't I tell you what I am one, excited yeah. about, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Antlers just became rentable. Yeah, Antlers just came out. Yeah. So before you could only buy it, now I just got the notification on my phone. You, you can rent it? That you can rent it now. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm i actually interested in that. It looks really good. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it does. It does. The um, the trailer looked good, so uh, we'll see if this is going to end up another disappointment for Don because he gets all excited to see these I new do. horror films, and then he comes back and goes, "Yeah, yeah." Well, Carl really liked this yeah. one, so it has that oh, going for it. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, Carl liked it. Then it must be pretty well, good. Well, I mean, you know, we're pretty much, you know, him and I are pretty much on the same wavelength. Once in a while, we, you know, we're like, what? Like, what's what the matter? You know, like you and I. What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Dan? What are you talking about? Mostly we're, you we're on the same page. So, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. I want to rent that. And, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Other so, than Scream, I don't think there's much coming out after that, is there? Um, Texas Chainsaw. Oh, um, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out. Is uh, going to be released on Blu-ray and 4K. Oh, okay. I think it's okay. It's available on digital right now for like 20 bucks. And you have seen just, it finally or no? I have not seen it. No. Oh, my God, Rob. Okay. I have not seen it. I know. All right. Well, I was pleasantly surprised. So yeah, I know we. Oh, we talked about that. Told that's us. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> we won't go. We won't go back there. <laughs> I have my feelings about we it. We sound like a broken record, Don. We keep bringing back all I'm, this I'm other sorry. stuff. Well, I you know, I mean, there's just I don't know. I, when's it? There's a new Texas Chainsaw coming out. I know. I mean, You're, there's a lot of stuff coming out this year. I just. Uh, and then yeah, I still want to do. You know, do, we'll see. Yeah. We still have to do our Nighthouse Malignant show. Yes, yes. So that's... Yeah, that's yeah. coming up. Yeah. That's coming up, too, this year. So, yeah. Yeah, we got we got some uh, interesting movies that I'll be looking uh, forward we're going to be reviewing show. this year. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to be, be interesting. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, bef- before we get into it, because I had some little birdie told me that we have, yes. some, we have viewer mail. This, we do. But before, but before we have... <laughs> Viewer mail, which is great because yeah. we're starting off the new year new, with I know, viewer some, mail, yeah. and I love that. Thank you. Me too. Yes. Um, uh, what can you tell? Can you tell the, the the audience out there, Don? What what was your new year's New Year's resolutions? Anything like it's in funny that, that you asked were- that, Rob, because <laughs> one of our listeners asked the very same thing. <laughs> Bill okay, from well, Atlanta, the, Georgia, I, asked that I very guess, same question, Rob. I guess we'll get into the. So if you want to hit that music, we'll get right into it and talk and, and answer Bill's question. There you okay, go. Okay, here we go. We're getting into viewer mail. <laughs> yeah, we got mail. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> And well, Rob just dropped a spoiler, out. but we'll get right into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Bill from Atlanta, wow. Georgia, and he said, oh. hey, Horror Vane, love the show. What's your New Year's resolution? There you go. Oh. So wow. Bill wants to know uh, yours and mine. So, <laughs> Well, since I asked you first, you go first and say, what, okay. what was your New Year's resolution? <laughs> Ooh, man. Well, I definitely want to drop a few pounds. Uh, uh-huh. I definitely put yeah. on the the COVID fifteen or whatever you want to call it. COVID. Um, so I definitely want to get back to that. I've uh, fell off Is the bandwagon. Is that an wagon. actual thing? The COVID fifteen? That's that what, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, yeah. I've heard, you haven't heard wow. that term? Oh yeah. No, yeah. I have not. You you come up with all this new shit. I don't know. I know. Where it comes I know. From, but, yeah. So I definitely want to do that. In fact, Diana and I just went to the gym yesterday. You did? Wow. Ago. 
two days okay. ago. Yeah. Ah, so we're going to start so going to the out. gym some more. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I remember, if I remember right, Don used to be kind of a, you know, muscular guy. I remember him, yeah. you know, he'd be wearing all those. They're still the, there. They the just, tank you know, I got to bring him back and out he would again. Be, he'd be yeah. walking around, you know, going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, uh, you know, um, I'm, no, I, I'm I, here they're, they're, to pump you up. Yes. Yeah, they're they're there, but I we, we get we got to bring them back. We got to resurrect them from the dead. So, um, so that would be one thing. And then I definitely would like to do some more things uh, artistic wise. So you know, get into a show, do another play, something like that. It's just it's so difficult right now. Um, it's just a really. Don't bring us down, just, down, please. No, don't. I don't mean to bring you down, but it's just a very <laughs> unpredictable, weird, strange yeah. time right now. It's just, it is. you it know, is. Um, yeah. they're canceling hockey games. They're, yeah. um, you know, they're pushing venue, you know, concerts or, you know, yeah. events. You know, they're bumping dates. Yeah. They're doing all kinds of things. Um, you know, you need a Vax card. You don't need a Vax card. You know, it's just, I don't yeah. know. Things are just it's really unpredictable, crazy. especially travel right now is, is kind of weird. Yeah. So I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to use that as, as an excuse, but I, I just, I kind of want to you, wait till things yeah. kind of even out a little bit more and get yeah. a little bit more back to normal before I, and then I got to figure out what show I'd like to do and where. And so, uh, but I'm definitely getting the itch to get back on stage. I, I Another miss it. like murder mystery type? thing that you used to do um that was a blast that was a one-off i would definitely do more of those um that i had a really really good time the audience was amazing they wanted to play and and participate and oh it was a blast my table was great um where i sat it was like all ladies it was hilarious um so i would love that um but we'll see yeah i mean i might be able to do for uh, do a few more murder mysteries uh but i definitely just again i want to just you know, I, just, I miss the stage. So, yeah. and then uh, maybe get murder, a little bit better murder, at the guitar. Murder, mystery, so we got mystery, three things, mystery. three things. Yeah. So I got my acoustic sitting here to my left and I picked it up the other day and I'd like Acoustics. to get a little bit more proficient with that. So, so I got three. Acoustics? So my acoustic what, 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 guitar. We, yeah. Oh, you're playing guitar now? I didn't know that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, put, so. I, have, I have an acoustic. I haven't picked it up in a while, but I used to play all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very cool. I got, I, got a, I got a nice one. Yeah, I got, I got a, a Norman Fender. made in Canada. You got a Fender? Yeah. Nice. I got a Fender. Very nice. Electric. Acoustic. Okay. Oh, you got the electric just, uh, option? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. Cool. Nice. So how about you, we sir? Should do a, uh, we should do a duo a New Year's one time. resolution, Rob? You should, we should do a duo. Like, bring out the guitars and just kind of sing out, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to rehearse first before we go live. <laughs> I'm not very. I'm all right. I'm not very good. So, um, but that'd be interesting. Here's Don talking about performing, and then I ask him to perform, and he won't even do it. What well, the, the hell, guitar, man? What I'm the a little fuck? Shaky Come on. on. The other stuff, Jeez. I'm fine. But yeah, I just yeah. you know. Yeah, I just don't like singing and shit like that. That's I right. do. That's I do. I can. Yeah. I could. Well, we'll just see. won't sing in a podcast because we're not charging people. That's why you know because you're like, <laughs> hey, I'm an artist. I gotta get paid for this shit. Okay, I'm not gonna do this for free. <laughs> Anyway, what are your New Year's resolutions, Rob? Uh, mm. um, 
Well, you know, I, it used to be uh, losing weight, but I've been losing. I've lost a lot of weight, and so you I don't did have to that do already. that anymore. Yeah, I did that already. I've been there, done that. Um, I think my other resolution was, you know, to get the store up. I got that up. Um, yeah, <laughs> it only took like three months, but yeah. Whew. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think um, my biggest re- resolution is to really start getting out and exploring you know where i live in here in florida there's a lot of beautiful places in florida and i haven't been able to go out and explore yeah. this beautiful state of ours and this is what i need to do i need to get out okay. every once in a while instead of working so much i work so much you do that i i have to I, that's my resolution is to go out and like okay ex- explore nice. All right. more of florida you know this All beautiful right. state of ours so. yes so that's boy that was a long question but there you go i know i know <laughs> so we got two more <laughs> two more okay sarah from new orleans Ooh, new orleans yeah yes. she says we hey love guys new orleans Never me been too there have you have you been there no i haven't i'd love oh, to go it's awesome yeah, Diane and I go. took a trip. Oh, it was we wonderful. should do we should do a special horror vein in New Orleans. I time. would love that. that oh, anyway. I could go, I could go on and on, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> Sarah says, "Hey guys, love your show. Have you ever mm-hmm. explored abandoned places? If so, where? Our Six Flags theme park was abandoned after Hurricane Katrina, and a lot of people have explored it. I'd love to go, but I just haven't yet." So, have you ever explored an abandoned place or a park or a town or a house or anything, Rob? Uh, no. I mean, when I was younger, um, in our backyard, we had this farm. You know, it was like a farmland, but they had this uh, the barn that was abandoned. I think we checked that out, but I haven't really. Okay. I don't like going into abandoned places because you don't know what you're going to run That's into. true. That's true. <laughs> you could fall That's in true. a hole. You could have a you're wall right. fall you on you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You can get you're hurt right. really bad. Um, I have. I would love to go to this. Run I've into seen, vagrants. Uh, Who knows? That's or, true. You know. That's true. I've seen a video and pictures of the uh, Six Flags theme park that she's talking about. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I would love to do that. That looks Is that awesome. Is that the one in Gurney? No, New Orleans. Or Oh, New Orleans. Okay. So there was a Six Flags down there. Uh, and Katrina. Oh, hit. after Katrina. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, for now whatever reason, they... I thought I was thinking the one in Chicago. But yeah. No. You're, you're uh-huh. right. So I would, lo- I would love <laughs> yeah. to do that. And then yeah. Diana and I wanted to, when we went out to Pennsylvania, when we did the Night of Living Dead thing and all the other stuff we did, um, <laughs> there was a place that I wanted to go to in Centralia, Pennsylvania. It's called Centralia? Graffiti Highway. Yeah. Graffiti Highway. Oh, yeah. I heard of that. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I've where the town, it, yeah. you know, there was yeah. like underground coal or like mines yeah. and what, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they mistakenly tried to, there was an issue with the gas or something like that, and they lit it, and they wanted to burn it all away, and it keeps, it's still burning today, and the gases are coming up, and it's cracked the pavement. Well, anyway, there's this stretch of highway, because so a lot of people <laughs> had to leave the town. There's a few people still living there. But anyway, this highway was all cracked and, and nobody, you know, you couldn't drive on it after that. So people would go over there and it's called Graffiti Highway because they would take chalk or bark or whatever yeah. and just draw on it and write on, on it. it. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go <clears throat> visit that and see it. 
And um, unfortunately, in April of 2020, this company bought the property. Well, they bought it earlier than that, but in 2020, of uh, <clears throat> in April, they dumped all this dirt because I guess the locals that were still living there were complaining about all these people coming and creating scenes or disturbances or whatever. So they decided to cover up the highway with all this tons of dirt. Oh, so yeah. now you can't see it anymore. It's gone. Oh. Well, it's still there, but it's under piles and tons of dirt. So, so, so. you want to go there and take a shovel and... Yeah, I'm going to go there day. with some people and unbury it. I'd No, I'd love... Oh, I just... That sucks. I really wanted to see that, too. So, um, But that would be my equivalent of... I mean, I haven't done anything yet, like seen any, like explored any <clears> abandoned <throat> places, but I would love to have seen yeah. this, but I didn't get to go. But anyway. Okay. So yeah. there's that. So anyway, hopefully that answers yeah. your question, Sarah. And then we have one more. <laughs> Steve from Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. So yes. the other side of the country. Uh, hey, Horror Van, you guys are great. Keep up the great work. What's your favorite TV show that you're streaming right now? Ooh. Yeah. Favorite TV show that I'm streaming. It's mm. an easy one for me. but. Oh, what, what is it? Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, Cobra Kai. I love it. <laughs> Oh, it's phenomenal. What I've a great show. I've been talking about that show for years now. I love it. I just, love it's like show. crack cocaine. I just, Diana and I are like, uh, we just, well, we we watched, I mean, episode, or season four just dropped and we're at episode <clears> six. <throat> There's only 10 episodes and they're only half hour long. So, I mean, it's just so like you, you can blow, blow right, right through, through it. Yeah. yeah. Are you watching anything or? Uh, well, I, I. I watch uh, Big Bang Theory and Friends on a on a loop. I kind of oh okay. I do that, but um, I have been watching uh, the new Justice Young Justice, which is really good. Um, which is Young an animated, Justice. yeah, it's an animated thing with the Justice League and oh. Batman and all that crap. Um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> and then I, of course, started watching uh, the Book of Boba Fett. On uh, app on Disney Plus. Um, oh, I saw that. After, after watching Hawkeye, which was incredible. Um, I, I mean, I didn't watch it, but I saw the ad for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. The first episode wasn't as good as it I thought it was going to be, but it's just the first episode, so maybe it'll get better. But uh, we'll see. Okay. So it's all about Boba Fett. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all. It's all about Boba Fett. Nice. All right. Pretty cool. If you're a Star Wars fan. You'll, right. you'll like it. If not, you probably won't. But yeah, which I am. That's what, I, that's what I I'm watching I'm, right now. Yeah. Since there isn't any horror stuff that I've been watching. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, they, I mean, they didn't say horror. They said just oh, what's okay. your favorite. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. So, yeah. I've been trying to watch horror, but I can't. There isn't anything. But. Well, we still want to. Diana and, and I still want to watch Bly Manor. Um, and then yeah, there's Bly a Manor, new yeah. show called The Witcher. The Witcher, yeah. That looks really good. Yeah, it's based off a uh, a game. Okay. Yeah. It looks fantastic. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's a good show. <clears throat> oh, you watched it? I watched, uh, I think, the first season? I think there's, I don't know how many it's seasons. only two right seasons. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I think I watched the first season. That was it. Okay. I don't have Netflix anymore, so I can't watch it. So you got, okay, you just have the Amazon now? I don't have Amazon either. You don't have Amazon either. Okay. I got I got Showtime. I got Paramount Plus. I got Disney Plus and HBO. Okay, that's all I got. All I right. can't afford all these other damn 
platform. I hear you. I know. In fact, they're probably going to have to get rid of Showtime in that. So I don't okay. know. We'll see. I know it's, it can get expensive, no doubt. It's very expensive. Yeah. I know. Too expensive, man. Come on. <laughs> Not a millionaire. The I fuck? know, right? Gee. Oh my goodness. So that's Good the uh, that's the mail that I got. And that's a so, uh, horror vein mail for you. Hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And please keep uh, writing in and and uh, messaging us. We love to uh, hear from you. If you want to be a part of the horror vein mail, just go to horrorvein.com. Go to contact. Write yeah. us a letter, and yep. we'll read it on air. Maybe. Yes, we will. There is no guarantee, yes, though. Okay. No. Right. Anyway. And you still remain well, anonymous because we don't yeah, give yeah, last names. Whatever. You know. So. Yeah. We can change your name if we if you want. We, uh, yeah. You to know. protect the innocent. Whatever yeah, you need us to we don't do. Want that. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We. We don't have problems. Because we're like that. Yeah. Because we're good like that. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're horror vain. The best yes, damn fucking are. podcast in the world. Okay? That's right. Get over it. Mm-hmm. All you other podcasts that are trying to copy us. Yeah, I know. You can't. You can't. Because we're good. There's so many. We're damn yeah, good. We're funny. We're funny. That's the thing. No one else is funny. <laughs> we're funny. Funny looking. No. Well, that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially so, uh, on that note... <laughs> Yeah. Good segue. On that note, we'll take a break. Uh, Pay some bills. uh, And uh, we'll be back to uh, review the Alfred Hitchcock classic movie, (gasps) The Birds. Yes, yes, yes. That was my bird flutter. Didn't work. I liked it. It was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. My name is Alistair Kane. I'm a collector of rare occult items and a ceremonial magician. I've searched my entire life for the lost journals of Dr. Crow. Now that I've found them, I've been called upon to embark on a dangerous quest with my sidekick, Blaze Barton, to search out and destroy all that is evil. The Lost Journals, an original horror story, written and produced by Robert Massetti. You can listen to The Lost Journals on your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now iHeartRadio. All part of the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Hello, freaks. It's your old pal, Freako the Clown. <laughs> hey, if you're a filmmaker, the Freakshow Horror Film Festival's taking submissions right now. That's right. You can submit your feature film or short film to the Freakshow Horror Film Festival. And it's really easy. You just have to go to freakshowfilmfest.com to get all the information on how to submit your film. That's right. Freakshowfilmfest.com. Go there, submit your film, and tell them Freako the Clown sent you. <laughs> I don't know which one is this. Which button it is. <laughs> it's a regular. And we're back. <laughs> Wait for a horror, man. I didn't know if I was going to hit the
the right button on that. I didn't either. Right. Thank God you did. Otherwise, people would be like, what the fuck, show? Because it'd be like, wait a minute. It would be that one. And because I was going to hit that one. But that's for the, that's the, the mail. Vein mail. Yeah. And now I can't turn it off because I hit the and button. We're out of that. Yeah, and, we don't have any more. So. That's the one I. So I did it. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Horror Vein. Uh, yes. I'm your host, Robert Massetti. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. And this week, uh, we're reviewing the Alfred Hitchcock classic movie, The Birds. Yes. Um, before we get into this, I got to know, Don, had you seen this movie before? I had not. Oh, my God. Really? I know. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I know. Okay, so I want to get I I want to hear I want to hear this, Don. Tell me, give amazing. it to me, Don. Amazing. amazing, isn't it? Oh my God! Oh, isn't it amazing? Wow! Wow! <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, you know what? I, I just, from the very beginning. I mean, she's walking across the street. First yeah. of all, she's dropped yeah. dead gorgeous. Tippy. Oh my God! Tippy Hendren, her first movie. Incredible. Beautiful. Yes. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful And I woman. love I love the fact that, yeah, she's walking down the street and then she gets the wolf whistle. Right. But then she right turns. after that, you see Alfred. she looks up and you see all the birds. No, yes, no, no, no. All no. The they, birds. Yeah. 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 The, yeah there's yeah. this big swarm mm-hmm. of birds. And then she walks into the pet shop. Mm-hmm. And who walks out of the pet shop? Alfred Hitchcock Rob, and walking the dogs. I love with that. With his two dogs. I love yes. that. It's and great. there are they they are his dogs. Yeah, I, I found I know. out they're incredible. It's incredible. Jeffrey and Stanley. They're Sealyham <laughs> Terriers is what they are. Yeah, yeah. And Jeffrey and Stanley. Because here's the thing, I totally missed that. I watched did, the whole movie, and, and I'm like, wait that? a minute, wait a Where's minute. Where's Alfred? Where's Alfred? He, he always he makes, makes a, a cameo. He, he always makes a cameo, right. In yeah. every one of his films. Where the right. hell was... And I'm like, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, where was he? So then I went online, because I didn't remember seeing out. him. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, two minutes into the film, when Tippi Hedren walks into the spit, pet shop... Spit shop. I almost... What the fuck? <laughs> spit shop. Yeah, that's where everybody spits in at each other. In the spit shop. Yeah, you go to the spit shop there and get, Here's one, a get new spit. Here you go. Patoon. Come right in. Hey, I'm looking um, for a new spittoon <laughs> at the spit shop. Oh, my God. Spit <laughs> shop. Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. He walks Whew. out with yeah. the two dogs, and I'm like, there he is. Because here's the thing, Rob. Mm. It was three ninety nine to rent. Well, I, I'll or tell you, four ninety nine to buy, I, and I'm like, you know what? I sh- I'm you sure, sure you bought it. I, I am sure I'm going to love this movie, so yes. I bought it. So yes. I re- so then it. I started it over because yeah. I had to see Alfred. Because I know why quick. you mi- I, I know why you missed Alfred. It's fast. You're looking at, you were looking at well, well I'm looking now, at her and that yeah, you're absolutely. At I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at anybody else. <laughs> I love. The interaction between her and, and Mitch, uh, Taylor. Uh, oh yeah. my God, was it's that it's just writing magic? Yes. The flirtation of those two mm-hmm. when they first meet in the pet shop. It's great. Wow. That is just, oh my God. I was like, this is I, awesome. I awesome. like, I love the way Alfred, here's in a prime example of an aficionado of film. And a master of filmmaking. 
he works in the birds right in the beginning oh, and yeah. keeps working them in. And you're like, but you get into this totally different story. It has nothing. Has, there's birds in it. Yes. But the story goes in all these different directions. And you're like, where the hell is this thing going? You don't, you're right. like, I thought this was about birds. Was it, what, what is it? But anyway, go ahead. And where are they? But you know yeah, it's right. going to happen. Yeah. But I right. love how they, they, because yeah. I, I remember it's saying out loud, oh my God, right away. You know, when she learned, when she turns around after she mm-hmm. gets catcalled by the boy. Yeah, right. And you see the birds. Um, she looks up, and there they are, circling, yeah. you know, yeah. and like hundreds of them. And I'm like, oh, that, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, no, but just their their banter, their, their, just their, their flirtation. And he knows who she is, and she doesn't realize yeah. it. And he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And <laughs> he saw her at the courthouse because she had this prank where she something broke a window or something like I, I don't know i mean and then he, he acts like she, you know that she's like she works there and she runs yeah. with it and she plays along oh my god and you can tell she just she's falling for him you could tell they're 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 really falling for each other like right away you right. know and um oh, it's just that scene is amazing it's it just is. so great and then, and and then you get the the shopkeeper that oh yeah um, yeah it, it, it the shopkeeper sets up what happens later on in the movie with all the women in um rod rod taylor's life yeah uh, i guess it, I, I guess it was the time maybe because i never seen so many women that were like they were so like didn't like other women yeah yeah <laughs> and it was all because of tippy hendren because she was so beautiful and oh, yeah. they took it to heart like they took it personally that she was so good looking. Like, where do you get off being so oh, good yeah. looking? Yeah. And they and they all know that oh, Rod's after her because she's you know incredible. She's looking. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And Soon that's she the rides, whole movie. She is, drives is into town. De- oh yeah. So she's dealing with all that shit. You know the fact yeah. that she's rich, she's hot, beautiful. Uh, her father owns a newspaper. She's been in the oh, newspaper yeah. because she yeah. was supposedly naked in a fountain and uh so she's promiscuous oh my god right don't want to talk to her so ever all the women are like taken aback by her because she's the fact that she is like borderline stalker right yeah she's so enamored with him that she's Mm got to find this guy again and and the in the and, and the great she buys thing, the lovebirds. Oh my the, god! And the great thing about it is that Rod Taylor plays her like a piano and is yeah. total control because he knows about how she is. Yeah. She's very aggressive like that. So, but the thing he, is, I just loved how. I mean, the writing, Rob. I don't mm. even know where to start. I don't mm-hmm. because she's enamored with him. He realizes yeah. it. Okay, but she's playing hard to get. A lot of women do that. Yeah. But he. So is he. He, he <laughs> finds a way. He manages to keep her there. Yeah. You know, she wants to stay, but she doesn't. She wants to play hard to get, so she doesn't want to lead on that she wants to just stay there for as long as you know she wants to. You know, to be with him. So she's oh I couldn't oh please stay for dinner oh no and but there's always a, another reason but, and it's not bullshit reasons but like he the one plays reason is his, is his sister's party right the birthday party right yeah 
But he plays. So hard she can't to get. say no, and and she yeah. gets on the phone, and the and the sister's on the phone, the younger right. sister, and so and she just can't say no to the younger. I mean, he's just like a fourteen-year-old girl. So there's right. like a big age gap for our listeners between him and his sister, and um, which you know, to me, it was it was fine. I had no problem with that because his mother is you know older, mm-hmm. and she probably had him when she was really young. Right. And then had her much later in life. Totally could happen. Yeah. I totally yeah. believed it. It was not. Yeah. It was no problem at all. But I just. And then then you layer in Suzanne Plachette, who dated him earlier, and things didn't right. work out, and she ends up staying with. You got all this drama, right? <laughs> all these. I mean, all these layers. Be- of, I mean, all these different. Besides like, the birds, but yeah. Besides the birds, but you've got all yeah. this other stuff going on. And then you've got the the jealous, you know, very control, not controlling, but possessive mother, mother. who lost, yeah. you know, their father along, you know, it's very lonely. And, you know, so now she's, she wants to win her approval, you know, and she doesn't know. Which, uh, and then she, you know, Jessica, Jessica oh, Tandy, keep going. Je- oh, Jessica Tandy's character remind me of the sister of um, the woman that got killed in Psycho. To really... You know, oh, yeah. just kind of possessive and overpowering, and um, yeah. you know, she's confrontational and, and afraid that it, someone's going to take her son away. Right, Whisk and I him thought away, it was her and then for she'll a be alone. And again. I'm like, oh no, that's you know. just Tandy. That's not right. her. She's not from Psycho, but she reminded me of that character. Oh yeah, because it, it's played the same way. It's she's just very, you know, she's got this big wall up. You know, like right. oh, I don't, I'm, I don't let anybody in. You know, something might happen. You know. So you've got all these characters yeah. that are developed so well mm. and that fit the story. You know, they're not this, these throwaway characters. I mean, they're, they're, a part, they're a big part of the story. So you've got all that going on. And then you got the threat of the birds, and you don't know when that's going to happen. But that doesn't happen until later. I mean, it doesn't it, happen until. But, but I mean, there's throws, little. Well, you know, he throws here, in these here's little the thing. things. Yeah, there's little, in, little, yeah, little pepperings of, of incidents. You know, yeah. you hear about on the radio. There was an incident, and then maybe yeah. the next town over or something, or, or in the same town, but you know, it wasn't a huge deal. And you then, see a bird uh, in the background that that lands, but it doesn't mean anything right. at the time. You see right. little things. Until she gets hit with the gull when she's going across right. the lake, right. right? Which is another great scene. Um, she wants to surprise Mitch, yes, the main character. Wants to surprise. And she, she brings the lovebirds all the way. So up she brings from... the lovebirds all the way up to. And did you did you get what the town's called? Bodega Bay. Where is, where's where's that from? Bodega Bay. Don? What is that from, Don? I know it's in California. No, but what other movie is Bodega Bay? In. I just don't. It's another Alfred Hitchcock the movie. The Fog. You remember The Fog? The Welcome Fog. Bodega Bay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I fell in love with the town. Oh, God. Isn't it beautiful? I just love beautiful. what he picked, what Alfred yeah. Hitchcock picked. Um, I, I, I just... The great lengths that she goes to... To... To continue to be with Mitch because she's just, she's fallen for him, you can tell. And she charters, she rents this boat she and she goes across the lake and now, she sneaks into his house. I mean, it's. Which you but wouldn't be able just, to do today. You wouldn't be able to no, do any of that you couldn't today. Do any it's a diff- of this today. different time. You couldn't. Yeah. But it, what's, it great just, about, what, what's great about the scene is uh, technically what 
Alfred Hitchcock does in that scene. It's a simple scene. She gets she rents a boat. Nobody can believe that she can handle a boat because she's a woman. Because you get right. It's a different time. So all these men are like, what is this beautiful woman doing renting a yeah, boat? It's a, it's, she yeah, can't it's handle just, a boat. It's not done. So right, what I love then. about this film is the expressions on everyone's faces. They don't say anything, but you can ex- tell exactly what they're thinking. You yeah. know, the the faces of the men looking at her, they're going, oh my God, there's a beautiful woman. She's hot. But I can't acknowledge the fact because it's this time that you can't do that. You know? Right. So she rents the boat, and everyone's looking at her like she's, I don't know, an, an idiot. Like, what are you doing renting this boat? And she just hops right in, and she takes it over, and she's going oh across the lake. Oh, my God. And I then she it. she goes into the house. She drops off the birds. She leaves a little note. And then she goes out into the middle of the lake, and she waits for him to go in and find the birds. Yeah. And I love how the the, the shots are composed. Um, you get these point-of-view shots, uh, especially when she's walking up to the house. You get her... She's watching for Mitch because Mitch goes into the barn and you cut back and forth from her walking up. So you see her walking and then you get point of view shots of her looking for Mitch and you're building up the suspense. And then she gets back in the boat and he goes into the house, finds the birds and he's looking around going, where is she at? She's got to be somewhere. And she's on the boat in the middle of the lake and she's looking, she's ducking down and he gets a binocular to see her. But anyway, the whole thing's set up to where it's all this little innocent thing comes up and she gets up and then she gets hit by the, the gall. Yeah. It, the seagull. It's so well constructed. A simple yeah. little thing. And then you're like, you're taking out of this little playful situation into something like, oh my God, she got hit by a gall and now she's bleeding. And you're like, right. what the fuck, dude? So right. you're reacting the same way that Mitch is reacting. So now you're really vested into the film. Right. I, yeah. I just love how he, he he if you were out of the film he's going to pull you in. Oh yeah. And if you're in the film he's going to pull you in even more. And because, I wanted to say this this is just a little thing but yeah. Um the lovebirds you would think are for Mitch, but mm. they're not. They're for his sister. No. Yes. For her party. It's her yes. birthday. Yeah. And that and she writes a little note to her. Yes. You know, so it's like it's subtle. It's I like you know she likes Mitch, but this is but a she nice doesn't want to thing admit that, it. that she, she doesn't, doesn't want to admit, admit it. So these are nice things that she did for his sister. Oh, I just love that. And then he comes into the other. He drives all the way around the lake and then meets yeah. her when she gets off the boat and she's bleeding yeah. and he helps her and he brings her into the diner and you know it's just this small town feel and everybody knows everybody. But I love the, that. It, but then you, you know, get and, into uh, the scene where um, he's patching her up. He's he gets the antiseptic and is is working on her cut and he's trying to find out why she's there and then she's making up all these little lies and all this other stuff to make so it's not so obvious that she likes him right and he's playing he played her to the point that he turned he did the reverse psychology to go oh i'm not interested in this beautiful woman that everyone's interested in she can get any man that she wants that's right and that's That's what she did she played him she was playing along with him knowing that oh i could get him easy and then he went oh i know that she could get any man that he wants so i'm going to do reverse psychology and go i'm not interested and that makes her want him more oh i know I know. <laughs> so it worked like a charm into the fact that he's so surprised when he sees her. He's going, oh, my shit, this worked really well. <laughs> yeah. And she didn't want to admit it because she's not on the offensive. I mean, she's on the offensive, but, oh, my God, she's been played. 
when she usually plays everybody. So, but imagine she, finding out the person you're staying with, you're renting a room, you know, uh, at, at this person's house, to f- come to find out that she dated this guy <laughs> yeah. that you're interested in. Oh my God. And she knows well, that, that that's why she is that's there. What's, and, that's the beauty I mean, of this film. Just, that's yeah, the beauty of this I'm, film is that you find out through her little escapade, you find out all this. So she stops at this house, she trying to find Mitch's where he lives. He has to talk to this woman, who's the school teacher of yeah. his sister. Yeah. Find out that she later on you find out when she rents the room that she was you know romantically involved with him. Right. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I stayed. Oh, wow." And I love yeah. that scene too. The scene where they're talking about Mitch and oh, it's and great. And they don't want to go too far to admit that. Oh yeah, I fell in love with them too. Yeah, because the the, the express it's so well acted that the, the oh whole film God. I can't describe. You have to see the movie. My God, oh my it's, God so it's so good. well directed. The acting is so spot on because it's so all the subliminal stuff is coming through the actions in their faces, their reactions yeah. of of what they say. And it's not what they say, it's how they're reacting to what they say that really makes the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so... mm. I know. (laughs) It's so... And And then then you've got the threat of the birds, and you don't know when they're coming. You see them gathering, you see them landing, you see them getting to, you know... It makes you more... By the time the birds start attacking and people start getting killed, you're invested into these characters. Oh, absolutely. So now you actually care for all those characters because you know a lot about them. They're all connected now because of this one little thing that happened at the pet store in San Francisco. Right. Right. <laughs> How clever let me just, is this fucking screenplay? It is amazing. It is but so let me simple. Just, but go ahead. I want to interject. So I know a lot of times we've talked about how... Oh, there's too much story. You know, there's too much before the action gets going. I was bored to death. I remember when we did yeah. The Strangers, you're like, they had all this dialogue. They had all the, you know, b- yeah. before anything got started, and I was bored to death. Now, you could say that people might say, well, there was a lot of that before the birds started attacking. Yeah. What happened? Right. It's all about the writing. It's all about the, just the relationships. And, and you know, it, it fit, it fit. It's what's the word I'm thinking of? It's it's feeds the film. You know what I mean? It's it's yes. it's helping it, the film. It's 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 creating the the tent the, the suspense. It, it, the uh, suspense and the tension and right. and it's it's serving. That's the, the whole, word I was thinking. The of. Whole it's movie, serving the film. Yeah, the whole movie. The why the, why the movie works so well in, in every scene. There's so much conflict, even though it looks like there's not. Conflict. There is a lot of conflict going on. The whole movie has so much conflict in it. It makes it. That's why people watch the film, and 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 the film's interesting, even in like a lot of dialogue-heavy scenes, right. because the conflict is subliminal, and that's the the true test of a well, the sure sign of a master filmmaker and and writer. And that can create these tension, this tension that never, he, he comes in, you come into this movie and he goes, oh, look, look at this beautiful woman, Tippi Hendren. And then he goes, I got you now. <laughs> and yeah. he won't let you go. Right? Even yeah. in the simplest scene, 
in the pet store, there's a lot of there's so much stuff going on subliminally that you yeah. have you can't help but not watch the film. And everything's so set up and it's so simple, but it's yet it's very complicated. And I love the time period too, Rob. And I just love that. Yeah. You know, I just love it's a She's simple driving time. driving the, the uh, James Bond, Austin Martin. Aston Martin. Oh my God. I was like, that's so cool. And she's like, it's going a, to, um, she's going to Tobago uh, Bay to go to Mitch's house and she's screaming down the road. <laughs> yeah. It's an and a- I love, Aston Martin drop head coupe. Yes. Oh my God. And there's such yes. beautiful. It, it's so beautifully shot too. You 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 love the area. Um, you get to see these uh, nice grassy mountains. hills and yeah, uh, hills or mountains the, or whatever. It's yeah. by the ocean yeah. and it's beautiful there. And uh, the people are very. You it's know, a it's coastal small, town. Yeah, it's a coastal town. A very small. It's a small yeah. town. Uh, everybody knows each other. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of congregates in this one restaurant. And you yep. don't see this anymore where people have conversations in the restaurant and everybody in the restaurant's listening and right. getting involved in the conversation. Yeah, that's kind of like that's long uh, gone. You, don't, you do not see that anymore. It doesn't happen. People are it, on their phones or they're, you know, yeah, nobody cares themselves. Nobody there's cares. a sense of actual community. You don't have a right. community anymore. It's like right. you're, everyone's just out for themselves. They don't right. care about each other. And uh, yeah. so they're trying to have this conversation about what's actually happened with the birds. And uh, the one lady's going, um, can you keep it down, please? Because you're scaring my, my children. <laughs> yeah, you're scaring my kids. Yeah. And what happens? You have this horrific scene where the birds attack these kids, running down the, the road. And oh, my God. Uh, oh, that's great. The, the birthday party scene, the way that's set up. Um, yeah, you could go there and nitpick it and go, oh, my God, the digital effects aren't that good. But. They're effective still to this day that if you're afraid of birds, you got these birds flying in front of the camera. And oh I know God, a lot of people great. are. They, they don't like the the flapping of wings. Um, I don't and know the what that's called. And the sounds they make or the squawking and the sound and effects that. are great. Oh, yeah. And if you notice, oh, yeah. one of the major things that I I noticed in the film is there's no soundtrack. You know, like no, Psycho. Psycho, the soundtrack, the, 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 the music made that film. Oh, yeah. This film... It was the sound effects of the birds, and that just kind of, and he inadvertently in the beginning of the movie in the in the pet shop, all you hear is birds in the background. Yeah. In fact, there's it's kind of overpowering in parts, and you're like, yeah, almost unnerving. So he actually psychologically sets you up from the beginning of the movie to be kind of weary on of edge. birds, yeah, on yeah. edge, yeah, and I, it, it's just this minimal psychological thing that he puts throughout the the film and so and that the 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 loudness of the birds and when they attack when you get to the end of the movie you're kind of like you're shaken by the sound of birds oh yeah the scene where they fly through the chim you know down the chimney and through oh. the fireplace wow with the sparrows i didn't i didn't yeah. see it coming yeah. at all i just didn't I mean, that was great. And then, you know, I mean, he's boarding up the windows. That reminded me of Night of the Living Dead when he boarded up all the windows. It's immediately mm. what I thought of. Oh, that yeah. was only, the only difference is he boarded it from the outside instead of the inside. But I'm like, oh, my God. You know, they're they're boarding themselves up in this, you know, in this. It's not a farm. Well, it's kind of a farmhouse in a way. Yeah. And so I thought of that immediately. That was awesome. But, yeah, and, no, I and, just. And um, Hitchcock used. um uh, this this technique that Brian De Palma uses in his films, 
Um, and I'm sure he picked it up from Alfred Hitchcock. He does these jump cuts in very, um, uh, like horrific scenes. Um, the one that there's, he uses it twice. Uh, the situation where, um, the birds are attacking in town and the, the man falls, he's, he's gassing up his car yeah. and the man falls and the gas starts running down the road and, yeah. The guy comes up and um, is, comes out of his car and he's going to light his cigar and everyone's like, don't light your cigar. And he's like, what? And right. he explodes. Yeah. And the flame starts coming up. Then you see Tippy Hendren and it cuts to her. She's looking. One cut. You see the fire. Another cut. Her face is turned. And then, so it's like these this three jump cut. Boom, boom, boom. So okay. It's, and, it, and they do it again. When she goes into the room and she sees the uh, the farmer that got his eyes pecked out, and it cut, oh, yeah. it jump cuts three times into his face. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Okay, and it's very effective, very effective editing. Um, again, I can't say enough about Alfred Hitchcock and the way he constructs films. It's just amazing the different techniques that he uses. And if you notice, even what's even the like. Uh, the scene where Tippy Hendren's in the phone booth when the birds are attacking. Love it. It reminded me a lot of Psycho because the the editing is so incredible because she's they get these overhead shots and she's trying she's trying she doesn't know where to go and she's moving around the birds are fucking hitting the the phone yeah, booth crack, and the yeah, cracking and, the glass and, and the she's glass. trying yeah, yeah. and she's trying to get out and the birds would come out and she's closing it and these overhead shots side shots I mean they're going all over the place and you're like you're feeling just the way she is you're just miscombobulated because it's so chaotic you know, oh, editing yeah. and what's happening and then finally Rod Taylor, Taylor comes out and saves her and pulls her into the restaurant I mean it's just ugh, can't say enough about this movie and they it's used just, real birds they used real birds yes and you can it, see it in the in the, um, yeah. in the uh, in the scene where um, the birds are coming into the house and the seagulls he's trying to lock the window and the, the seagull keeps biting his hand biting him yeah yeah. Oh, and you're like, oh man, that had a fucking hurt. And even uh, when he's walking outside at the end, and the blackbirds are sitting there, and it, and he's trying to be quiet, and the bird just comes at him with his hand. At the, Unbelievable! And I was like, wow, man, just. <laughs> and and I used think a, that makes a, a it... lot a lot of blood in this movie. I was very surprised. I forgot. Yeah, it just it it's makes a, it that much more realistic. It's pretty, you know, pretty blood. Just... And I was I was actually. Um, I'd seen this movie before, but I was actually devastated uh, when the school teacher was found dead. I know, I know. I was like, I, I didn't know who I was going to die, who was going to make it. Yeah, I forgot I about it, and it was it was so more. In in fact, I, what I found really interesting the way Alfred Hitchcock handled it was that you you don't see it happen, but uh, the the girl, the little girl, tells the story of what happened. And I thought oh, yeah. it was more impactful from coming from her. I agree. Than actually agree. seeing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, God, wow, that the choice to do that is a master yeah. filmmaker. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's telling the story and it's coming from her, and she's like, She saved me. She pushed me into the into the house and then she got yeah. attacked. And she got just like, yeah. So you yeah. play it in your head. Which is more horrific than actually seeing it. I just, and I loved when she's sitting down lighting a cigarette and you see all the birds start landing on the jungle gym behind her. Oh, that, that's a great And then great she's, she goes into the schoolhouse and they have to pretend it's a fire scene. drill and then they all run out of it and they just start 
attacking them as they're running down the street. It's just, and then, oh, it's what, just, what's, it's great. What's even better, though, is they had boarded up the house, and they're sitting around waiting for the birds attack to attack. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought that was so unnerving. There's nothing going on. It's like there's no sound, but you, they're like moving around and waiting for this to happen. Even Rod Taylor, his his character, he's just kind of like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Right. You know, there's nothing they can do. All they can do is wait because they know that they're going to eventually attack because there's like they attack and then they stop. So yeah. there's kind of like a pattern, but they don't know when they will attack again. They know they will, but when? And so then she goes the, up to that one room, and there's a oh, hole in the roof. And yes, that scene she is gets so attacked. well done too. She, wow! Because she goes up the stairs, and then Alfred Hitchcock leaves the camera, and she walks down the hall. Again, no sound, no soundtrack. I'm waiting for this, you know, some kind of music to yeah. kick in. Nothing kicks Nothing. in, and you're like, "Whoa, this is fucked up." Because I'm, yeah, you're used to like music kicking in, but it didn't need it because it no. you're already built up. And again, he uses the technique of you see her and then you see a point of view shot. So she walks into the room. You see the big hole in the roof. You're like, holy oh, fuck, yeah. what the hell yeah. is that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then she see, then she turns and sees all the fucking birds and they come right at the camera. Wow. And she gets attacked. Great shot. Again, great editing. She's getting attacked by all these birds. Boom, boom. And she's trying to trying to save herself and she can't get out of the door and oh my god it's a devastating scene it, it really is. i thought is. she was gonna bite it right there i really oh, did i was yeah, so I well done and then when uh, rod taylor comes in and, and and saves her um and she's just oh my god she's a mess because she's been attacked horrifically by these birds yeah and then she wakes up and she's going at the camera and you're like oh my god i can totally relate to what she's going through Oh yeah, you feel it. Oh. You feel it. You feel it like you're right there oh. with them. It's amazing. And you know um, what's even better about the film is that mm. you don't know why the birds attack. There's no explanation I was as ask to why. You that. And there's no reason why they stop. And that's yeah. scary in itself. It's like, did you find yourself wanting to know? I didn't. Want, it didn't matter. It really didn't matter because it, it it's it's actually. It, like you listen to the news, the news reports, and they don't have a clue. They don't know. Yeah. Who knows? And that's but the thing about they nature. Attack it's, at the end, do you but know? But it's, it's the same scenario as the, why did this tornado destroy this town and kill these people? They weren't expecting it to happen. It just happened. And just something like this with the birds. You never know. You see these flock of birds. What if they decide to all of a sudden start killing people? And that could happen. Yeah, it could. And that's what's it scary could. about it. You don't. It's it, the whole. Like the subtext of the whole film is that um, even with all the technology, humans can't control nature. Right, that's Just, true. Nature can turn on you at any time. On a dime. Just like you, Absolutely. you can domesticate dogs, but they're still animals. They'll still that's they can right. still turn and fucking kill you and tear, and tear your throat out for no reason. So the you ending, don't know why. The, the ending didn't bother you. The ending. I love the ending. I loved it because you don't know. They're like, when will the birds attack again? You don't know. You That's don't true. Know. It was kind of an abrupt ending. Did you feel it was kind of abrupt? Um, yeah, because it's so it's such a great movie. <laughs> it's like I thought more there was going to be more, and then they drive, and then it's, but it's over. I never realized it was like I think the film's like over two hours, and it, it doesn't feel like it at all. No, because it 
once it gets into the birds attacking, it just fucking flies. And yeah, it, it does. does. It does feel like wow. You want, it's like almost unsatisfying because you're like, okay, that's it. Because this movie's so good, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got some trivia here. Uh oh. Here we go. Um. I guess it was partly inspired by true events of a yes. mass bird attack on the seaside town of Capitola in California in 1961. Mm. I guess the residents awoke to a scene that seemed straight out of a horror movie. Hordes of seabirds were dive-bombing their homes, crashing into cars, and spewing half-digested anchovies onto their lawns. Wow. Alfred Hitchcock heard of this event and used it as research material for the film, which was then in already in progress. So I didn't know that. So, hmm. oh, and then about the music, he decided to do without any conventional intent, incidental score. Instead, he made use of sound effects and sparse source music in counterpoint to calculated silences. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's that's was... a true sign of a of a master filmmaker to know when to use music and when not to use music. Oh my god! Because. The movie Psycho is a totally different movie if you took that Bernard Herrmann soundtrack out of it. It doesn't work that well. But yeah. with the music, it works incredible. I don't know if the birds would have been enhanced with the incredible soundtrack. I don't know. But it works without it. <laughs> oh, it really does. <laughs> Tippi Hendren wears the same green suit throughout the movie. So uh, she was provided with six identical green suits for the shoot. Wow. Um, when Lydia discovers Dan Fawcett, on the wall behind her is a drawing of the gas station explosion by Albert Whitlock. <laughs> well, the I'll studio spent again. an estimated $200,000 on creating mechanical birds for the film, the majority of the birds seen on the screen were real. And the last last Hitchcock film to be nominated for an Academy Award special effects, but it lost to Cleopatra. Huh. Yeah. I, I and there was go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, there was um, a Birds Two Land's End in nineteen ninety four, which was a sequel made for T V horror film. Were you aware of this? I had no idea. No. And Tippy Hendren's in it. Really? Directed huh. by Rick Rosenthal. The guy that did uh, Halloween three. Halloween two was in a two or three or two. Uh, maybe maybe it's two. I don't. Know. I think, yeah, it I two. think it's two. Yeah. The film is a sequel to the nineteen sixty three film, and stars Brad Johnson, Chelsea Field, James Naughton, and Tippi Hedren. Naughton, Naughton. So, what are you talking but about? I guess Naughton. yeah, it was probably terrible. I don't know how good it was, but yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah, this came out in 1963. Um, yeah, I think this was the his, you know, the the beginning of his not decline totally, but his golden years of making incredible films. I think this was the last of it. Um, really? Because he had done uh, what was all Rear Window, this? Rear, did window. Rear Vertigo. window, Vertigo, Psycho, North by Northwest. That was all prior to this film? All prior to this film. And then they wow. made The Birds. And a lot of people 
for whatever reason, don't really talk about the birds as much. And I don't know why. Um, I always thought this was an incredible film, uh, but they kind of always leave it out. And I don't, I don't know why, because they always talk about Rear Window and Vertigo and Psycho. And not only, I mean, some people do talk about the birds, but not as much as those three films. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, I have to lump the birds in there as you know, part of his, you know, the greatest films that he's made. Not to say okay. that his other films aren't as good, uh, but these, I think, was at the top of his game when he made these movies. And um, I think that The Birds was the last of his, you know, his really impactful movies. And um, I just adore this film. I think it's incredible. And again, you know, here you got Tippi Hendren, her first movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. Good Lord, man. She is so good in this film. Um, she makes the the movie work really. Um, yeah, he he does too. He's great. They're all great. Rod Jessica Taylor. Tandy's great. Well, I was like, I was trying to remember. I'm like, why do I know Rod Taylor so well? And it was because he was in T the Time Machine, which I really loved that movie. Um, okay, the Time Machine, and uh, he's so good in that movie. Um, so after this film, was there anything that you really that stood out to you by Hitchcock, or was this kind I of? I can't a... remember what he did after this. Um, I have to look that up. Okay. Do you but, own you own this one or no? Oh yeah, because it came out on 4K. I was like, oh, I'm buying it. <laughs> oh okay. okay. And it was 4.99. I was like, yep, that's mine. Oh, I think that, <laughs> I watched it in 4K too. Yeah. And yeah. I bought it, just, it. It looks beautiful. Oh man. Oh, it's great. They, they re restored it, I think, and um, yeah, this looks incredible. Oh my god, it's just amazing. Now this amazing. this was not originally shot in black and white, was it? I don't think so. No, no, it was it was shot in color. It was okay. 63. That's you know, Psycho was shot in black and white intentionally. He did it intentionally. He could have shot right. it in color. Okay. Okay. But he okay. chose not to, just to make it more. I think works better as a black and white movie. Yeah, I do too. I do Can't too. Find his. While you're looking, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, my stepdaughter's boyfriend again, Adam. Uh, he is clearly listening to our podcast, uh, a regular listener, because yes. um, he listened to the uh, Train to Busan uh, yes. episode, and he suggested this movie called Alive that uh, is very similar to the Train to Busan. Uh -huh. And I watched the trailer, and I really, uh, I really want to see that. I don't know; it's on Netflix, so that might be. We'll see if we can do that. I don't know if you're able to get it. If not, we can pick another movie. But I was looking at that one for the next one. So, um, but it's it's similar. It's you know, it's a zombie type. You know, um, yeah, very very similar to what we just saw. Right. But, but it looks really good. So anyway, want to give a shout out to Adam. Thanks for listening, sir. And. Appreciate your support yeah, for and the yeah. uh, the heads up on this next one if we if we do end up doing it. So oh, so uh, so the way, next but. movie that Hitchcock did was Marnie, which is actually a really good movie. Um, Marnie and, is that a horror film? Uh, no, it's kind of a psychological movie. Uh, it's got Tippi Hendren in it. It's got Son Sean Connery in it. Um, Sean Connery. Yeah, it's 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 a really good movie. Um, it's called Marnie. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Really and then good after movie. that. Um. See, they don't have that after Marnie. 
They don't Nothing have his... uh, that's jumping out at you, probably. No, huh? I mean, I, I, like I said, I mean, he he did some good movies, but not nothing that was like, wow, you know, stood out like uh, Rear Window or Psycho or, you know, The Birds. Um, okay. It's just, you know, that that was his heyday, and uh, he everything that was leading up to his movies, you know, The Man Who Knew Too Much and all that other stuff. You know, those are good movies. Oh, there's Marnie, 1964. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's Psycho. Which is a a really good movie. Um, Well, he did The Man Who Knew Too Much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he was like, you know, when he was in the the late 40s, he was starting to get into a role because he did like Strangers on a Train, which is a really good movie. Um, You know, uh, Notorious, which, uh, and then Rebecca... Um, which won an Academy God, Award for Best so Picture, Dial in wow. for Murder, you know. Then he did Rear Window, Vertigo, North by Northwest, Psycho, and then The Birds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so the learned, next yeah. movie he made after Psycho was The Birds. Okay, right after, yeah. Yeah. Well, not right after, but yeah. So he was on this horror thing. He did Psycho and then The Birds, and then that was his... Just got that horror thing out of his system, and then he went <laughs> and did Barney. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, and that's more of a drama, you said? Yeah, it's, it's I don't know, it's a really weird, it's weird, it's a weird movie. Um, but it's a more of a psychological type thriller. And then he only did two after that, 1972 and then 76 maybe? I don't know. Family uh, Plot and Frenzy. Frenzy, Family Plot. I think it was uh, oh uh, trouble with Harry. And, trouble with uh, Harry, okay. But Family Plot, I think, was his last movie before he died. Um, wow. Which is ironic, um, not ironic, but I we were at the time in California, and we were on Universal Studios tour, and they were filming Family Plot. And they had stopped the tram. We were on the tram because the tram would go through the Universal Studios. Oh, wow. It it was a real, you know, working studio. And they were shooting movies on there while they were doing the the tram, you know, while people were, guests were going through (laughs) Universal Studios. So we had to stop because they were shooting a scene and there was Alfred Hitchcock and uh, we were, I was freaking out going, oh my God, Alfred Hitchcock, holy crap. Wow, that's great. But yeah, incredible. I gotta so, watch more of his movies, but anyway, yeah. So what? Uh, what would you give this, Don? Uh, oh my God, eighty thousand zombies! It's phenomenal. Zombies. Oh my God, it's so good. I just right from the beginning, Rob. I was hooked. I'm like, this is just awesome. This is just. I mean, it's so different, you know. And it just—I yeah. know it's another time. And I was gonna say that too. I just, you know, how I love older time periods and different eras and. You know, years ago where there was no social media or cell phones, you know, you had to pick up the phone. You didn't know who was on the other, you know, I mean, all that. I just, yeah, it just makes, not every time, but I I enjoy that because you can't rely, you know, on these other, you know, pieces of technology or, you know what I mean? That you can't use anything as a crutch. You got to have real dial, you know, I mean, it's just. You, gotta, yeah. you know what I mean? When you take that out of the equation, you've got to have really good acting and yes. and good dialogue and good writing. And and it just, 
he's a master and i just from that pet shop scene man i was just like oh my god this is awesome <laughs> and, and I was and so that, happy. And the, and the, I just and, love it. I and just what's love incredible it. about this film is there's actually a lot of um, scenes where there's no dialogue. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. him telling the story with the camera, and, and filmmakers yeah. don't do that anymore. That's how you tell a story, really, is with the camera. You can't rely on dialogue, right? And that's the first thing they teach you in film school is it's a visual medium. It's not, yeah, you know, you can't rely on dialogue to tell your story. You got to tell your story with your camera. Yeah, and that's what he does. He adds yeah. the dialogue; just adds more to the character, you know. Yeah. But he's telling the story with his camera, and you, oh my god, I just love, I love everything about Hitchcock. Uh, if you don't or haven't seen any of his work, you need to see all his work is incredible. Um, you have to see his movies; they're just unbelievably very good. They really are. They're yeah. just unbelievable. Um, the guy was a genius, and it was a master filmmaker, and you know, kind of like you know Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese, yeah. and uh, you know De Francis Palma. Ford Coppola and Brian De Palma. You know, the, these master filmmakers, um, you need to see their work and um, yeah. and pass it on to the next generation because it's not to just, say that there are, there's great filmmakers now. You know, today, I mean, you sure, know, nothing absolutely. against. But, but um, you know the influence that Hitchcock had on a lot of filmmakers today is is you know undeniable. I mean, you see yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, he had a huge impact on Brian De Palma, and people say that the Brian De Palma stole a lot of stuff from Hitchcock. I don't, he, maybe, but he still had his own style. Oh yeah, and um, I, you know, it's hard to do that type of suspense and make it work, and um, only a few, you know. Only a couple filmmakers can do that, and Hitchcock is definitely one of them that can create suspense out of nothing. And you know it's what just else? It's just these things are just popping into my head. You know, he doesn't rely on the gore or the horror. No. You know, mm-hmm. shell. You know, quote unquote. You know, he builds the suspense. He develops the characters, and then when you know the horror happens, the violence happens, the attacks happen, it's that much more impactful. You know, it's it's that much more just you know <laughs> shocking it's, because what's it's interesting like when you, it you just comes that. out of nowhere. Yeah, you say I just that. Love it. What's interesting is that he shows the one body with the eyes pecked out, but that's it. No, no, no. But then when you see the school teacher, he 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 darts from it like, yeah. You never see her. In fact, Not there's much. this one shot. No. There's this one shot where the close-up of the head, but his hand is covering up her face. And she's face down, I think. No, she's not. She's laying on her back. Oh, she's face up? Okay. And he goes to put the coat on, but you see just a little bit of blood coming down here, but you don't really see it. And And I think he covers her in his jacket and wraps her in his jacket. The way he handles it is that it's shot from afar like you're actually there. And then... um, he doesn't come down. He st- he goes around and then stops them from seeing the body. Yeah. And then he puts a coat on her, and then they go to leave, and they go, oh, you can't leave her there. Right. Yeah, that So was he good picks too. up the body and brings it in, but he doesn't really show all that. And I think and it's more impactful it. the way he doesn't show that this character that you've actually like is dead, yeah. and you you don't want to see it. And he no. doesn't bring it in there, but you're bringing it in your head, and you can't get it out of your head. It's it was just, all what you don't see. It's unique Absolutely. how he handled the scene. Most yeah. filmmakers would show it. He doesn't show it on a character that you really like. 
and it's yeah. how you would probably handle a close family member. You don't want to see that close family member dead. Right. And it's he handles it the same way with this character. And it wow. I yeah. think is more impactful than going than showing her dead. Or, the or, or the event happen, you know, or her yeah, or actually seeing the getting event attacked. Or... And you don't see the event happen, and you, but you relive it through the girl's eyes because she's just a mess because she just, she you know, she saved happen. her life. You know, And that's the thing, you know, he picks and chooses the attacks. You know what right. I mean? It's like yeah. it's not a full-on... I love that. I, I just love that. There's different... Yeah. Different aspects um, of it. Ways he yeah. handles that. Yeah, I just... That's it's just so well. It's a masterpiece. I just oh my god. Like I said, Rob, from the pet shop on, man, I was just like, oh my god, this is great, and it's only going to get better. You know, I just couldn't wait for the next scene and the next. Uh, uh, that flirtation between those two is just magic. Oh, god, it's so good. The dialogue. If you, and if you haven't seen Rear Window and you haven't seen Vertigo, buy those movies. Put them in North your collection. North Northwest. Yeah. North by Northwest is more of an action movie, but it's so well done. Um, yeah. You got to see these movies. You got to see yeah. his best work. I mean, you loved Psycho. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this bird's incredible. So you got to get those movies. The Re- yeah. Rear Window is just amazing. I can't say enough about Rear Window. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But so on that note, yeah. I guess we'll uh, call it a night. <laughs> We Sounds can talk good. All, we can talk Probably forever way about over, over our normal allotted time here. So uh, not that we're held to a certain time limit. But, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, definitely recommend this movie. Add it to your collection. Uh, thumbs up. Phenomenal. Yes, five zombies for me. Oh, uh, so good. And uh, what yeah. a way to kick off uh, 2022 with I Alfred agree, and man, the Birds. What a great choice, sir. That was your pick. Ugh. And man, what a way to start. I love it. Oh, it was so good. Oh my god! I want to watch it again. I'm not. I'm like, oh my god! I just love it's it. Good. It's just fantastic. It's good. Yeah, I, that's good. I'm like, I'm buying this thing. I know I'm gonna love it. It's Hitchcock. You know, it's only a dollar more. I'm buying it. So, yeah. so I get to watch it whenever I want now. So, um, yeah, I'm ecstatic. I'm. I just love it. So, yeah. So thanks, guys. Always as always for your support and welcome yes. to 2022. And. Yes. Uh, Thanks for uh, sticking with Horror Vane. We love you guys, and please drop us a line. Say hi. Uh, yes. Ask us anything. And Go to HorrorVane.com and check yeah. out our store. It's open now, shop.fearfilm.com. Get, there's new uh, Horror Vane swag. Uh, We've got more designs coming, but there's some T-shirts you can get now. Um, it's, it's all good, man. It's going to be a great year. Good. Thanks for yes. listening to Horror Vane and continuing to listen and tell your friends about us. Please do. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so you never miss an episode. And we'll be back next week with more Horror Vane. Thanks for listening. And take care. Have a great week. Yep. Talk to you then. See you guys. Film Studios Podcast Network.